This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. Let's fuck this shit. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? I am now free of phlegm. We should really be doing vocal warm-ups. I need something my and it's going to get worse cuz it's spring now, but I feel like as I as I age gracefully into my mid 20s I feel like oh I God, sound. I feel like I sound more and more nasally, just constantly build up in like the bridge of my nose. I'm sure there is. I mean, who knows what's getting up in there? <laughs> not gonna think about it too much, and I'm definitely not gonna try and solve the problem. No, my coworker just told me the other day that she got a hard water treatment for her hair at a salon. Yeah, and now it takes a third of the less shampoo to get her hair all lathered up, which is cool. But now I keep thinking about the amount of buildup that's in my hair. Oh, that's making it not lather. I'm sorry, this has nothing to do with hockey. Hi, Audrey. Hi, Christina. Welcome back, everybody, to Puck Money's um, a show that's about hockey and hair care. Brought to you by Blue Wire <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> I. Got my hair done last week. And let me tell you, exhausting experience. It is. I mean, I also got my hair done last week because we have to do everything at the same time. And I don't know if any of you guys have like gone to a hair salon right now. It's not fun. No, it's not fun. And also, I am so not used to being like on and interacting with people who don't live in my home. The entire outing took like three hours, right? And when I came home, I immediately had to take a nap because I was just so overstimulated from being around one other person. Right. And it's just, for me, it's such a hairbringer of how awkward things are going to be mm-hmm. in the next couple months as we're let out, as as we're released mm-hmm. into the world. It's going to suck, dude. It's going to suck, all gonna be but, we're, so weird. but we're all going to be in it together. Yeah, that doesn't make it suck any less. Oh, I mean, I guess it does a little bit, but... I don't even like when people touch me. I don't know. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm just, like, going to say. I'm like, Audrey, have you ever liked a hug? Um, Speaking of unwanted touching. Oh, that was quite a segue, my friend. <laughs> uh, would you want to do you want to talk about friend of the pod? Frequent topic of conversation, I feel like, in the first season of Puck Bunnies, 2018, 2019, now making another appearance. Washington Capitals forward, Tom Wilson. Wow, a vintage appearance from Tom Wilson on the Puck Bunny podcast. Tom Wilson really, really uh, hit the shit out of somebody (laughs) a couple nights ago uh, when they were playing the Bruins. First of all, let's put some respect on Brandon Carlo's name. He is the Bruins player that Tom Wilson hit. Handsome young lad. That's about as much as I know about him. Tom Wilson. Also handsome young lad. Also handsome young lad. 
did (laughs) wait can we first just like talk about his instagram post today (laughs) i sent audrey this like instagram post that tom wilson did where he's lounging in his chair his bloody knuckles in the forefront of the frame right and what was the caption the caption is glad to be home for a while or like glad to be home for a little bit yes Glad to be home for two more weeks because you just got suspended for seven games. What a bitch. (laughs) The absolute drama of it all. It never stops. The buildup to the hit is also sort of interesting. Because of, like, the way that the season's structured, you don't have this cooling off period between games that you would normally have between rivals like the Capitals and the And you just keep playing the same people over and over again. So the game before the game where Carlo got uh, his shit, shit rocked out of him, respectfully, a Bruins player was basically making a pest of himself amongst the Capitals line, trying to fight. Yeah, Trent Frederick tried to fight Tom Wilson, tried to like square up with Ovi at one point, which was really just. I love just seeing that happen and being like, can you imagine what would go through your brain if you tried to drop the gloves with Alexander Ovechkin? You could just ask Svechnikov. Immediately peep my pants. Immediately peep my pants. I think Ovi's reaction was just kind of like, I'm not going to do this with you right now. And so he just kind of had to back off and (laughs) and skate away. Skate away. (laughs) Trent Frederick really does has it out for the caps, um, which I'm enjoying because I always love it when some youth comes into the league and like wants to make himself a pest against like one team in particular. So yeah, there was some animosity going on, definitely building up to this moment. Yeah, so leading up to the night, lots of lots of sparks flying. It, in an interview right before the game, uh, Wilson was asked if he thought Frederick was targeting Ovechkin and the Caps' other top players. And Wilson just said, I don't know what you're talking about, and smiles back at him. And then proceeded to uh, get suspended for seven Classic. Weeks. Did you see, were you watching the game? I actually was, what, did I watch that game? No, I wasn't watching that game. Truly, pride goeth before the fall here. Mm -hmm. We should have known that something like this was going to happen because Cap's social media, like the official team account, they have somebody new doing their content and they are doing a wonderful, I just, wonderful job. Very clearly knowing their audience. If you're familiar with who this person is, like, please put them in touch because I would love to safely shake their hand. But they did post a warm-up video of Tom Wilson, like, foam rolling his hips. Great for you. (laughs) Everybody should do it. But, like, when I do that, I'm not getting filmed in, like, 4K slow motion with my little, like, yoga shorts and my, like, Caps dry wick t-shirt on. And I'm also not Tom Wilson. But but they posted, like, a a video of him foam rolling. And um, it was an ass shot. Like, there was a lot of ass in that content. It was ass-focused. I actually have not seen this. It was ass-focused. But I just feel like that should have warned all of us that there was something you put tom wilson on the pedestal right you put him on a pedestal you put his perfect ass on a pedestal (laughs) and you reap the rewards yeah and the rewards is is he is out for seven (laughs) games is he going to appeal that he is not they announced that pretty quickly i mean i don't think that he had any reason to appeal it not so much that like he didn't want to argue that it was unfair or anything but more that 
there's this kind of weird dance going on with the Department of Player Safety where like most diehard Caps fans would be like, oh, like the Department of Player Safety has it out for Tom Wilson. You know, they want to make an example of him. And I'm like, yes, they want to make an example of him because he has to change change the way that he plays. I think this is perfectly fair. I think this is a perfectly fair ruling. And I understand why people want to see more when this happens. Like, This is the first time that he's had an incident since the start of 2018-2019 season when he got suspended for 14 games. That was an illegal check to the head. So he's more or less stayed out of the limelight since then. You know, he's, he's talked about how he's changed his style of play. And I think we've seen that reflected a lot. But with this incident that happened, I think a lot of people are like, well, he should get more than 14 games because this is the third or fourth incident where they've had to talk to him or they should suspend him for the rest of the season. There's no way that he's going to ever, that that's ever going to happen because then you're setting a precedent for the rest of all time. There Mm -hmm. is so much stupid tradition and formality in the way that the internal organizations of the NHL work that if they suspended him for the rest of the season, they would be like, oh, well, now we have to do this all the time. Mm -hmm. There's no nuance. Right. But it is interesting where they do find nuance, though, because in the ruling from the Department of Player Safety, they basically said half the reason we're giving you a seven game suspension is because you're Tom Wilson Mm -hmm. and because you do this all the time. So, you know, just to play devil's advocate, I mean, I do think that there is something to be said about him getting this penalty just because he is who he is. And is that fair? I mean, I think it's fair if you're a repeat offender which he is. And I mean, I think he's lucky that it's only seven games. But then again, the weirdest thing about this incident is like, it wasn't called in the moment. No, there was no penalty. There was no penalty in the moment. And so it's this weird, like, was it a check to the head? Was it boarding? But is it still boarding if it's not on a hit that isn't from behind? There's so much tied up in this that I think could be solved with instant replay. Mm -hmm. In my ideal National Hockey League, whenever a player has to leave the ice because they are injured. Like when they have to be helped off the ice, that's something that you should able to be able to look back and replay. Like what led to, what led to this injury? What led to this moment being so bad that a guy cannot get off the ice by himself? We should be able to reevaluate that and look mm-hmm. at that more in depth. I feel like with a lot of these Department of Player Safety rulings, they're trying to retroactively make up for things that in the moment should have been called on the ice. And I think that I sort of have, honestly, defense attorney brain where I'm like, well, it should be clearly stated how many games you're going to get suspended for what kind of hit. And players should know. And if the system was like less opaque, Mm -hmm. then people would have more of an idea of what happens whenever you do repeat offenses. And so that's sort of where my brain is at, where I just want things to be a little bit more clear on our side how these decisions get made. Because it does seem like they pick and choose incidents where they're going to come down really hard. What's hard for me is I'm like, so you're telling me that you can't break down a hit within like two hours of a game and issue a judgment then it has to wait 24 hours for some reason and i know this this sport is fucking fast things happen really quickly and it's hard to break stuff down like this but we should at least have the capability to do it in the moment and it's just bizarre to me that we don't it's just bad pr to make it look like everything's a trial by twitter or that obviously your teammates are going to defend you 
Right. Obviously, Ovechkin is going to come out and say, oh, yeah, I didn't think it was a bad hit. I think they're biased against Tom, blah, 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 or whatever <laughs> whatever bullshit he said. What do you, what do you <laughs> want him to say? Do you want TJ Oshie to come out and be like, yeah, Tom really deserved that one. <laughs> he should have gotten <laughs> 10 games. How awesome would that be, though? In what world? Again, with the Fabro hit on um, Svechnikov. A lot of people I saw today were like, two games isn't enough. And then I kind of remember that this is such a short season that really two games is four games. I just feel like that people have unrealistic expectations about what is going to happen to bad actors in these kind of scenarios. Do you think that Tom Wilson is really going to get kicked out of the league? And is that what you think is going to happen? And every time that doesn't happen, you're going to get mm-hmm. angry at the entire organization. It's just like cancel culture, <laughs> run them up. But it's what it's what happens whenever you think that you can cancel hockey right, right. players and you can't really do that. At Jamie Ben. I was reading about I was reading like Sean McIndoe's take on this today and I really agree like he said something that I really agree with which is that uh, Tom Wilson's a throwback player and that he still hits to hurt in a league where that used to be standard but hasn't been for years the purpose of hitting somebody in hockey is no longer fuck this guy up as much as you possibly can the purpose of hitting a guy in hockey is get the puck away from this guy or prevent this guy from chasing down the puck right and when you hit to hurt people, sometimes you're going to hurt people. And in that case, you'd better pray that what you just did is totally clean and by the rule book. And if it's not, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen. Every, Every time. Every time. And I know how much work the Caps like coaching team has put into helping him develop his game. It's night and day from when he started playing for the Caps. Tom Wilson is a good hockey player. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if this offends. <laughs> Sorry, he's an elite forward, unfortunately. But there's only so much flexibility you can give somebody who's keeps saying, oh, you know, I'm trying, I'm doing this, I'm doing that to like change how I play. For him, like he's run out of chances and the Department of Player Safety is treating it like he's run out of chances. And I think that's fine. I don't right. think he's ever going to get thrown out of the NHL, but I don't care if they overreact to incidents like this. No, because he can't keep doing this, and it's not something that the league should condone, and it's not something that other people should be doing. What I think is going to be interesting, here's my hottest take. Oh no. hottest take that people are going to be upset, but it's true. They are. Tom Wilson is going to be the next captain of the Washington Capitals. Oh, there's a hot take. He simply is. And it brings me neither joy nor sadness to report this. It's just a fact of life that when Alex Ovechkin retires, Tom Wilson's going to be captain of the Washington Capitals. This is based on everything from like vibes alone to the contract he's currently on to like what we know about how much his teammates love him and respect him, right? For better or for worse. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for the day when they name him captain. It's going to be a, just a beautiful day on the internet, on sports radio, on sports television. I sincerely hope there's no Twitter then because it would just be so awful. It would be That unusable. will be the day that I quit Twitter. I'm just I'm putting it out there. We all need to gird our loins. It's going to happen. And I just want to put this on people's radar that that is a reality. That is going to happen in the next five to ten years unless Alex Ovechkin plays into his 50s which eh, we'll see Russian machine never breaks yeah, you don't know. Doing it. I'm just saying anyway so those are my thoughts on Tom Wilson 
As you know, I have lots of them always. Yeah, it's just like a, one lobe of your brain is just dedicated to thinking about Tom yeah. Wilson and like how to deal with his his bullshit. Shall we turn our great eye of Sauron onto another struggling team? Yeah, let's talk about the Sabres a little bit. Also, when it, <laughs> you say the eye of Sauron just now made me think about Jamie Ben's eye tattoo. <laughs> I need tattoo. You know what's really funny is my boyfriend has a tattoo of an eye like right above his knee. And every time I think about Jamie Ben's horrific photorealistic his eye photorealistic tattoo. eye, that's his allegedly ex-girlfriend's eye tattooed directly onto his kneecap. Ouchie. Extreme cancer hours. He's such a caricature of himself. Anyway, I'm, I refuse to Yeah, we need to fight a transphobe. So let's talk about the Sabres. Scorpio to Scorpio. What's your read on Jack Eichel this week? Okay, I I don't want to like sound like a, like a crackpot here, but like, I don't think he really has like that bad of an upper body injury. His upper body injury is depression. Yeah, like I was actually watching when his neck got tweaked. I mean, it looked like his neck got tweaked. I feel like this is his now protracted absence from the Buffalo Sabres is more about him trying to hammer out a contract deal than about him being hurt. You heard it here first, Puck Bunny's pod. Christina says that Jack Eichel is faking his injury to uh, avoid playing for the dreadful, absolute dog shit Buffalo Sabres. I think that's fair. Do you? Is that like that much of a crackpot no. theory? <laughs> okay, good. I didn't know that they had only won six games. They are 6-12-3 and three right now. Oh! And I think what's really funny is that, you know, the Sabres are... A relatively they've been in the league for a few decades now and they've got a very dedicated fan base they are somewhat respected by hockey media i think because literally they are so close to canada but in the past like week and a half we have seen sports media across north america just kind of drop the act that is being polite about the buffalo sabers and have just been like yeah this team is really fucking bad really awful trash bag awful and that's been really delightful I, it's really fun to just go fucking mask off yeah. on somebody everyone's just like yeah this real bad team <laughs> like they can't even fire their coach it was just fucked and they are they are they are really fucked they're right now looking at obviously a lottery slot which is embarrassing whatever you think about how hard they tanked to get jack eichel in the which first was place. like six years ago and they have absolutely nothing to show for it even though they do they did try to build out their core a little bit adding uh taylor hall and jeff skinner which stall brother is there now eric eric mark mark no mark's in detroit it must be eric then because jordan is in carolina okay yes, yes. and eric stall <laughs> We got it. Remember when Wayne Simmons played in Buffalo for like two months last year? That was fun. And he was like, fuck this. I'm getting out of well, here. He was all excited. Breaking my he arm. was like, I'm going home. I'm going to go home to Buffalo. And then he was like, actually, I'm going to go approximately 50 miles north of home to Toronto. Please, <laughs> Where they God. know how to run a hockey club. Why do you think they haven't fired Kruger yet? They can't. He's too expensive. They would basically, they he, he has two years left on his contract okay. or something, and it would be a ton of money. They also don't want to go through the process of having to have another coach like go through quarantine with Eichel being out extended periods of time. So there'd basically be no leaders on the team at all. Do you think it's also that like they're running out of guys? Because you know, of course, like the league only cycles through the same 35 
potential head coaches at any time. Do you think that they just... Now that's they're like, oh, Gerard Gallant will never come to Buffalo. Maybe Gerard Gallant is already like, no, I'm going to coach the Kraken. <laughs> that's the only job I want. You know what I think happens? What I think happens is I think coaches go... Did you ever play Pokemon? No. I was an outdoor kid. In Pokemon... <laughs> Okay, yeah, we all know that you have friends and I didn't. We get it, we get it, we get it. Anyway, in Pokemon, to, like, heal your little Pokemons, you take them to the Pokemon Mm -hmm. Center. And, like, they put them in a machine and it makes a little noise. And then they come out and they're ready to fight again. That's what happens, I think, to NHL coaches. They have to go back to the NHL Coach Center and, like, get refurbished. They put them in, like, one of those cryo tanks. Exactly. And there's been so many coaching changes lately that they just don't don't have have enough recharged guys. That they should just let us do it. I mean, literally, how hard? How hard could it be? We cannot possibly make the Sabres do worse than they already are. I know. Do you think they just hate their coaches? How is everyone else Even so if bad? We were designed, like, putting together lines for the Sabres by just, like, throwing darts at a board. We would probably be doing a better job. I know. I'm like, uh, Dylan Cousins and uh, Sam Reinhardt, I guess? Like, let's see how that works. I do not know who your goalie is. Just walking in here, it could be any one of you. I wouldn't know a thing. That's a great question. I don't know who their goalie is either. For some reason, the name Olmark comes to mind, but I feel like that's wrong. Oh, is it Linus Olmark? It might be. Holy Hold shit, on. did I just get the- Wow. If you're right. That's some, like, remembering some guys level. My god. Put this woman on Sportsnet immediately. It's Allmark? Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think that they should do one game where all the defensemen play as forwards and all the forwards play as defensemen. I bet they do that all the time at practice. If they're not doing it, they should start. That's what we would bring to the coaching staff. You just got to switch it up a little bit. Put on some music, you know, have like a little right. montage. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. They just need to switch out their like pregame music. The vibes are all off. The vibes have never been more off than they are in Buffalo right now. I wish in closing we could put like a minor key version of their goal horn song. <laughs> Mixed and reverbed. To <laughs> <laughs> be awful. Oh my god, that poor goal horn. It's just dusty. I was so excited when we were like, oh my god, Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel, Scorpio Kings, two icons. Imagine how many times we're going to hear the Sabres goal horn this season. For Jack Eichel, twice. For Taylor Hall, once once that is so sad maybe he's just bad maybe taylor hall is bad is that the answer (laughs) it's it's possible my favorite thing was at the um kevin adams who again is like the brand new the brand new gm of the sabers he's like been in that position for less than a year where he said that jack eichel has not requested a trade like yeah no shit he's a scorpio he wants you to just guess yeah, he, he wants, wants you, you to, to offer. intuitively know so that he can say, oh, no, why would you ever think that I wanted a trade? <laughs> it's really not that hard. People. I know. It's just people. It's just managing people. Like, just get with right. it. You have to know astrology now. This is just the, what the <laughs> times require. 
Thoughts on the new ESPN NHL deal that got finalized today? I think it's a big deal. Boom. You heard it here first, guys. This is a big deal. I mean, it's what, like a $200 billion? Is it a billion? $200 million? No, it's probably $200 million. Yeah, a billion seems... Billion like, seems excessive. <laughs> I'm like looking at the article right now. Oh, it's uh, $200 million a year national... ESPN will pay more than $400 million annually okay. to the NHL. There we go. So I was completely off. It's a $400 million deal. <laughs> a year. And highlights of the deal will include uh, ABC and ESPN are going to get four of the next seven Stanley Cup finals. They're going to get a conference final each year of the deal. ABC and ESPN is going to have half of the playoff packages, and those are also going to be on ESPN+. And they're getting mm-hmm. rid of NHL TV, thank Christ, and just rolling it, all, rolling it all into ESPN+. There's going to be 25 exclusive national regular season games on ABC or ESPN. So it's basically just a huge shift in like where you're going to be able to get your NHL games. Mm-hmm. Mostly they've been on NBC and cable, but now we're going to get on, on ESPN. So that's pretty exciting. It's a return. And everybody was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for the league to come back to ESPN. I'm sorry. I'm 26. I don't really remember the first time it was on ESPN. I was, like, in middle school. I was doing other stuff. I wasn't allowed to watch TV. <laughs> I only got into hockey three years ago. So I'm like, bring back all these voices. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these old guys are. Let's get some new blood in there. It's such a sign of where we are in terms of, A, the pandemic, and B, how boring hockey is. <laughs> That people are like freaking out about this TV deal and are all nostalgic about the theme song. What's kind of sucky though is that, well, if you're an NHL player, is that this is money that they would be getting if they weren't under a salary cap flat for the next two years. The players would be getting, right? So the players are entitled to like part of this income since it's hockey related income. Yes. But they are all in a salary freeze for like the next two years, so they're not going to get anything. For a little bit. I'm sure that that will be litigated out, though, because if I was a hockey player, I'd be pretty freaking pissed about that. Frankly, some of them need it. Evander Kane, I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, I think that it would be really fun to put the other three Stanley Cup finals that they did not get the rights to on the E! Network. I think so, too. Can you imagine? It could be Girls Next Door themed. There would be a red carpet section. A fashion police? Possibly I would get to beat up Ryan Seacrest. That, that would be is really my great. concept for the league. I mean, they say that they're trying to do outreach to new audiences, but I will believe it when I see them do the Stanley Cup finals on the network. They should do it on Nickelodeon for real. Oh my God, stop. That would be so... I mean, they can now. Oh yeah. Because that's what the ESPN, that's what ESPN did with the NFL. Oh, hell yes. That's going to be so good. Slime them. Oh my God, slime in the penalty box. (gasps) We're just giving away ideas for free. Yeah, we need to, we're paywalling this one. Yeah. My favorite thing about this deal is that canonically, to me, this makes Emily Kaplan a Disney princess. Yes. She should get (laughs) to sit in her own beautiful penalty box in Cinderella's castle now. Give that woman a throne, please. I know. I wonder what she's going to be able to do now. In my heart of hearts today already, I was like, God, they should just be doing a late night show mm-hmm. with her and Greg Wachinski, but a late night NHL show where it's lo- it's low budget because I mean, ESPN is not going to put that much into hockey coverage. 
No. It is still America's least <laughs> least watched major sport. <laughs> but it would be so fun for them to do just like you said today, like an NHL red zone. Yes, with Emily and Hour Greg. long, 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. Because then you get like the West Coast games too. <laughs> just like a kind of a clip show with them. Yeah, exactly. You could have fun guests. Games. There'd be slime involved. Yeah, exactly. Actually, it would be our show. integrating slime. Slime integrated into every aspect of this deal, please. (laughs) I want slime on every level. Thank you so much. But yeah, it's going to make a lot of people a lot of money. Probably not much is going to change for normal people, except that we don't have to use NHL TV anymore. You know, it's really not going to change anything for Canadians. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah, yeah. You guys don't give a shit, do you? But I guess it's no. the first most popular sport there, so they have that. Yeah, you have like two networks just completely devoted to the Toronto Maple Leafs. That is so perverted to me. I think about that shit all the time. <laughs> I think about like what it would be like if hockey was covered at the same level that like the NFL was. That would be so weird because none of these people deserve that much scrutiny. It reminds me of when, two summers ago now, when I flew into Toronto on the way to Vancouver for the draft, and I like landed in the airport and I had a layover, so I obviously went to the bar. And I was like sitting at the bar and watching TSN and Sportsnet were both on on different TVs, and they were both doing NHL draft coverage, and I was like, (laughs) this is so fucked up. I don't know what's going on here. I don't like it. I don't like that I'm watching these 16-year-old boys being analyzed on national TV right now. And I don't like that everybody in this bar is watching it and has opinions on it. (laughs) It's a messed up country. I love it. I can't wait to go back. I know. Well, Christina, it's been a pleasure as always. I think we had some wonderful, balanced, nuanced takes on the news of the day. And some ba- but you know what? Everything you want from a podcast. You know what we're not going to have in this podcast, though? And I feel like we should address it because we've had some questions about it. A makeout scene. Well, yeah. As usual, <laughs> disclaimer, no kissing. <laughs> no kissing at the end of this podcast. We also are not putting songs at the end of the show anymore. Sorry, guys. We got told by the big bosses that that's uh, considered stealing music. So we should stop doing that. And that they, quote, didn't want Phoebe Bridgers to sue them, etc., etc. It's fine. What we're going to do is we're going to still make playlists for you guys. If you don't already know, on Spotify, Sad Girl Goal Songs. That's all of our outro music from the last three seasons. You can find it. I will link it in this episode description. But there will still be music. It just will not be in the form of pirated music ending the podcast (laughs) yeah it'll just be original compositions from yours truly so get ready for our songs warming up warming up my vocal cords right now Um, if you would like to call in for next week's episode you can do so at 774-318-6952 please rate and review the pod on your platform of choice please you can follow us on twitter at puckbunnies underscore pod you can follow us on instagram at puck pod you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash puck i'm audrey i'm christina and, and this, this has been puck buddies oh my god <laughs> sorry no, no no if you wanted to do it so badly you should do it oh my god shut up no it's okay just do it just do it and this has been puck buddies Thanks. <laughs>
Annie had an earache on a Saturday of all days. So her mom brought her to Minute Clinic at CVS, where you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials like pain relief products, all in one visit, even on evenings and weekends. You can even see us online with telehealth options. For quality, affordable care on your schedule, visit Minute Clinic at CVS. That's healthier made easier. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details.